0: This is the Amazing Education Podcast. Powered by the Ames Community School District, I'm your host, Eric Smith. On today's episode, we are joined by communications specialist Amy DeLashman. We're going to have an amazing conversation about the launch of our new website, the incredible amount of work that went into it, and how this website is integral with our other communication strategies. Amy, thank you for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm doing very well. So, you know, this is really exciting, I think for both of us, um, for a number of reasons. But on this episode, we're going to talk about the uh, newly launched Ames Community School District website. This has been a long gestating process. for both of us, but particularly you, um, and it's but it's a really big lift, and so um, we're going to take this episode, and we're going to use it as an opportunity to um, sort of talk through the process that we went through to launching a new website, um, why it's important, and really some, like, peel back the curtain a little bit to talk a little bit about some behind-the-scenes stuff as far as a website, and then ultimately, you know, how we use it within our uh, communications plan so new website like how are you feeling right now
1: I, I feel good about the website there's a couple of bigger things that we're still waiting on some fixes but for the most part uh, if I stop and think about the amount of work that's gone into it I mean this has been a long project for yeah. both you and I yeah uh, it's very rewarding to realize that it's coming together and yeah. When you look at it, you see it's it's a very much completed form. Um, so it's ready to get out there for people to check it out and utilize.
0: I mean, but can I just say, it looks awesome.
1: It does look awesome. <laughs> there are many moments in my office when I'm working on something. I just stop for a minute and remind myself yeah. how awesome it looks. Yeah. And I'm really anxious for our parents and our staff and our community and students to take a look at it. Yeah,
0: So... This new website has been on my radar probably from um, the first couple days that I came into the district. But you know it's such a huge undertaking, and so we really put um, a lot of effort into revamping some other of uh, some other communication processes for the school district. And in many ways, at least for me, um, launching this new website is is one of the final really big rocks that we wanted to move. And so. Let's talk about the process a little bit. Let's let's go all the way back to the beginning. So we decided, like, okay, we want to undertake this process. Um, Walk us through some of the early things as far as like pulling the community and then working with the web developer to get to where we're at now.
1: Sure. So we started
0: a long time ago, (laughs) two years ago, uh,
1: with what we considered a pre-discovery phase, and in that we really wanted to find out from our constituents, what do they use on the website and what are some of their pain points with it? We can make those assumptions about what we think those are, but you really need to hear it from the people using it. So we started with asking uh, those questions and we got really great feedback. It was more common than I think we expected it to be. We also did a survey with our staff to find out how they were feeling about the site and some improvements that they would like to see. Then we did a lot of research. We started looking at other sites. Um, We took down notes on what we liked, what we didn't like, what we really wanted to have, um, sort of that big grand wish list of what we wanted it to be. And then we began meeting with the website developers to talk about what we wanted that to look like. And they presented us with a number of wireframes. Um, So for people that maybe don't know what a wireframe is, it's kind of a building block of a website so that you have a basic idea of how it'll look. And then from there, once we knew what we wanted, we moved into that being fully developed, building out content, um, lots of vetting it through uh, different areas and getting information. And then we also did some user testing and that allowed us as the site was in a more completed phase to get some feedback from parents and students and staff Um, and now it's just really exciting to be at the point that we're ready to launch it
0: yeah one of the really um big takeaways that i've had from this process and, and really i think an important piece to to really share with those listening is we started from scratch and we we didn't just go in and, and try to fine tune and fix our current website. You know, I think we we found themes in that pre discovery of what were some of the pain points. And in many ways, websites like they grow over years. And you know, this website's going to do the same thing, if not really um, curated, you know, in a fine way. And so we redid the whole thing. But when you do that we're essentially taking a blank slate and there are um, an infinite number of directions that we could go. And so I think really leaning into the themes that we saw was important, not only from what are the pain points, but what do we want to see in a new website? And so, you know, we did ask that question and and that got integrated into the new website.
1: It did. And I think through the whole process, we really had to keep our eye on, what were those key things? Yeah. Uh, what were those key needs and wants and what was most important? But also to really lean into the analytics that we had from our current site. Yeah,
0: let's yeah, uh, talk about that. There,
1: there may have been some things that were perceived as really important. But when you get the feedback and you actually go in and look at, you know, years and years of data of Google's analytics, it's not showing you the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Not that it isn't important, but then you have to figure out what role does that play on the website. Maybe it's not a front and center. Maybe it's a couple of pages in. Uh, Maybe it doesn't exist at all. And that's the kind of evaluation that you have to take with the site. But it is really important to keep your eye on what were those important things and really not lose sight of making sure that's front and center, easy to get to, and that we're just kind of overall keeping with that look and feel yeah. of the district branding as well. Yeah.
0: So one of the things that it, I joke when I say this, and I think anyone who has managed a website understands what I'm saying, um, but there are things that are important to, you know, certain stakeholders and maybe not across the board, but everybody wants their thing on the homepage. And that is just impossible to do. There's just no way. Um, to be able to do that. And if you do somehow do it, you really just muddy up the homepage. And so it it just makes it equally difficult to find the information. And so uh, what, what were some of the data points that we looked at and like, what were the top pages? We know what the top pages were, like we know why people were going to our current site. So what were those?
1: Correct. And they aligned perfectly with what people told
0: us. (laughs) Right, right. Um,
1: So we knew people were going to the website for events, to look at the calendar, to find out maybe um, school days. When isn't there a school day? When is an activity going on? Um, When is there a band concert? Things like that. They really want to go to the calendar and find out what's going on. We also have, uh, so many things are residing behind Infinite Campus now. Yeah. We have a lot of parents that are going to Infinite Campus, whether it's paying fees, reporting absences, yeah. looking up schedules, uh, whatever it might be, transportation information. It just needs to be easy to find those things. School menu,
0: Yeah,
1: uh, parents want to know what's on the menu for that day. Being a parent in the district, I can understand that. Um, When my kids were littler, you wanted them to know what was for lunch that day, make the decision easy. And so really our analytics were showing us those same things that people were telling us that they were accessing. But we also learned that almost 50% of the people visiting our website were doing so on a mobile device. And our current website is not responsive. So what that means is... Uh, the pain that came with bringing it up on a cell phone and then you know maybe having to turn your screen and expand yeah. to find what you're needing that's frustrating yeah. and when almost half of your audience is viewing it on a mobile device it needs to be responsive yeah. so that it's easier to navigate and the new site will be that so i think people will be very excited yeah to know that they can finally access it on their cell phone and get to the information that they need.
0: So I will say I knew that we were trending in that direction for a long time. I mean, obviously um, cell phones are everywhere. Everyone has one. When you shared that information though with me, and this is now several years ago, um, about 50% of the people who go to our website are, are mobile. That was still a little shocking to me. I mean, half the people that go there in any given time, it's on a cell phone and it's not on you know, a laptop. And we have to be responsive to that.
1: We do, and I think it really is the nature of our audience. Um, I think a lot of our audience is mobile. Yeah. They're uh, maybe out and about. They maybe have other children that they're doing activities with. Uh, maybe they're working, Uh, even in our buildings. It's just a lot easier to access on a mobile device. We are very uh, attached to those devices that we have and use them for all kinds of information. And I think it was important for us to be aware of how people are accessing our site.
0: So I will say, um, I am probably that parent as well. You know, I have, you know, this nice computer in front of me. The only time I get my computer out, whether it's, you know, at this task or at home, it's to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do it to work. Everything else I essentially do on my cell phone. And so if that means looking up school menus or, or going to like mm-hmm. I do it on my phone just because you always have it with you. You don't always want to get the laptop out and, and log in. You know, maybe some uh, obviously some people still do that. I, I don't. And I would imagine we're going to see that mobile people accessing it through mobile devices, continue to increase.
1: I would expect that as well. We're just a very largely mobile society. And I think as people learn that it's so much more to navigate the district site with a mobile device, we'll really see those numbers start to be even bigger than we've seen before.
0: Well, I felt like in many – so I will say that – Um, the majority all of the heavy lifting on this project was done by you and obviously you know we collaborated very much early on and throughout the process but the heavy lifting really uh, came from you and so the, the way it turned out I am so excited that you know people are able to to check this out but but there's a balance so there's the aesthetics part of it that we wanted to really nail, and I think we did. I think, you know, if people go to the website, um, it is on brand, mm-hmm. It is. it has a strong feel to it, mm-hmm. but the other part that was really the heavy lift is making it seamless. So websites for our organization, for really any organization, they're a communications utility at this point, and and I think this is appropriate, but people don't always recognize when they work correctly, you know, because they're supposed to work correctly. We, we take them for granted. And I think that's a good thing. Um, but people will notice if things maybe are not working correctly. And I think that's where a lot of the work that you've spent on is in making it user friendly and making sure that our systems integrate with this website. So talk us through a little bit of those things.
1: I think anybody who's working on a website design or developing one, you want to launch it knowing that as much of those uh, little things that could happen or maybe aren't quite right are polished before you go to launch it. We don't want to create something that then equally becomes a pain point for people. So yes, a lot of time was spent going through and really thinking about how would people access this? What does it look like? Is it where people would expect it to be? And while I can make those decisions and do so with input and feedback and uh, also having people looked at the site and and giving information and feedback on what they thought, this is where user testing (laughs) was really important to me. We needed to have a group of people that were going to be our actual users of our site to go through and say, this works, this makes sense, I really like this, or I couldn't figure out how to get back to the homepage.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. uh,
1: we got some really great feedback, and it was things that, when you get so down into the project, you maybe miss some of those yeah. things. So the, the user testing was just absolutely critical, and I'm so glad that we did it. Yeah. Um, huge thanks to those people that participated in user testing, yeah. because we really did take that feedback and make changes or think about well maybe that's not something that we're going to change but right. we have to do a really good job of communicating with people yeah. um, either ahead of the launch or post launch this is where you're going to find that yeah. information anytime you do as big of a change as this new website is it's going to feel really awkward to people the first time yeah. that they use it yep. i can't stress that enough it will feel awkward you won't be able to find things it's just new but in time as you use it more and you click more and you realize, oh, those important things that I need are on the homepage. Um, I don't have to click three times to get there. The hope is that it becomes much more easier to navigate because it just isn't new anymore.
0: Yeah, and you know, through that user testing, I think in any creative process, you know, you have to make a thousand decisions. I mean, you know, where should this go and how does this link? And you can apply that, you know, to other creative endeavors as well. But there's always a couple things where you're like, ah, that's not quite right. And I'm not quite sure what it is. And some of those things kind of came out in the user testing as well, as far as they validated, yep, that's not quite right. And so then it's not just you thinking it's not quite right. Just because as much as you know we can make decisions you know you and i we can make decisions and think oh that's going to apply to everyone we can also kind of second guess ourselves and be like wow well, i'm not quite sure but if we hear that feedback mm-hmm. then we know okay yep we do need to go back and we need to clean this part of it up as well
1: oh yeah there were several spots of the website <laughs> i think you and i had a lot of conversations yeah. about i don't think this is quite right or there were times i had feedback from others that I thought, well, I'm not really sure if we should make that change. There were a lot of things that I left for user testing, knowing (laughs) that I wasn't quite sure if they were how they should be. And in user testing, we also asked our people who were participating to do some really specific tasks. Um, We asked them that because they were components of the site that we were unsure about. Yeah, right. And so that allowed us to know, okay, It's not confusing. We did hit the mark on that. Or it really validated, yeah, nope, this is exactly (laughs) what everybody else was thinking. Um, Or it matched that piece of feedback that we had gotten so we were able to make the changes that we need to.
0: So the feel of the website. So there's the user part of it. You know, we have our directory that, you know, is now, um, you know, linked with it. So, you know, all of our systems, you know, we want to be linked together. You know, it, it links over to infinite campus. One of the, the, really big things that I think people are going to see when they go to our website is is really just the feel. And, you know, part of that, I think, is the, the user interface and how it flows and how you can find information, but just how strong it is and how it aligns to our brand. And not only that, though, there's really wonderful photography in this as well. And and give a shout out to everyone who, who contributed to that photography because it wasn't just you or I. No. But I do think, and I'm I'm a huge proponent of this because I try to do my best to integrate it into our magazine and our social media, but having really impactful photography can message to people without people maybe yeah. realizing it.
1: Correct. And people will find the website is much more image dominant than we had seen before and that was really important to us because we want your website is your window um, to what's going on your parents aren't in the school building all day long we want people to see a little bit of an insight as to what's going on um, and some of the celebrations and activities and those things that we get pictures of all the time Um, so this is a space that I see continuing to expand. Yeah. We have so much opportunity to put in imagery and photos and just really grow that part of the site. Because while our brand really is our colors and our fonts and yeah. our logos, yeah. um, you know, people could say that our students and our staff are our brand as well. Yeah. And why not showcase that? On our website yeah. and this is the perfect opportunity yeah. to do so
0: you know in any creative process whether it be music or graphic design this website there is a craft to it and I think those who understand the craft they can appreciate like wow like this website really is great but the vast majority of people who go to this website don't understand the craft behind it and that's that's okay that's acceptable but what they will leave with is how it made them feel and you know i think that applies to to music and and a lot of other creative endeavors and so it really was important that the feel of this website is strong Mm But also engaging it. and again, that's where the photography comes into play.
1: Correct. And right from the bat, when you get on the homepage, the news stories are very dominant. Yeah. And one thing that I think um, communications does a really good job of in the yeah. district is getting news stories from all over. So yeah. it's not really based on what's going on at the high school or what's going on at the middle school. There's stories about Northwood. Yeah. Um, there's stories about Sawyer. There's all kinds of different things going on in our buildings that we're able to talk about. And we're able to put those front and center. We could do it on the old website, but it's yeah. it's really there now, you <laughs> see it. Um, so you can engage not only with those really important things that you're looking for as a parent, but also the stories that are going on within our district. Yeah. Uh, because really, at the end of the day, that's what speaks to people. Yeah. And that's what really causes an emotion and a feeling. Mm-hmm. And we want people to read those and learn what's going on or celebrate different things with us or just know that we see what's going on yeah. in our buildings and we want to put that out yeah. there for other people to recognize and appreciate yeah. it.
0: The nature of a website is that it is probably our most fluid communication tool that we have. So we launch the very next day. Certainly within the next week, we're already making changes and updates and not based on um, what is working or not working, just based on the fact that like, for an organization of our size, this website is huge and so like you know this is a big lift it's a big undertaking to revamp it but also there's a lot of information that needs to be updated regularly
1: (laughs) correct and i've said from the moment we started working on this project and i've probably said it a hundred times throughout this the goal is not to launch the website and then say "Whoo, okay we're done let's move (laughs) on Um, that is not the goal the goal is we launched the website and then we change and we adapt right. and we listen. I think it's really important for people to know yeah. we listen. Yep. Um, we hear what people are saying. Yep. We might take other pieces of feedback. And yeah. if we're getting a lot of feedback about one particular area, we might relook at how that's done. And we may have to. Uh, and that's okay. Right. Yep. But I've told everyone from the start that the goal is not to launch this and then be hands off. No. Um, I expect we will probably even be making little tweaks the day we launch um, that week. I anticipate it's something we look at every day and it changes and grows and adapts every single day. And I know people don't see that and I don't expect that, but... It is something that we have to continually keep up with.
0: But I do know you—you you live in the website, the back end of the website, our current website, you know, or the old website, and then the new website. You live in it every single day. I mean, there is mm-hmm. always something from some corner of our system that has an update that needs to be reflected in our in our website, and so it, it's inevitable that that first day, the certainly the first week or the first couple days. We're going to be making changes because people are going to, especially with the start of school, you know, now very much upon us, people are going to be going to that website for the most accurate information. And so it's essential that we get that updated.
1: Correct. It's knowing that we're launching a website when we're launching it in August. That's a crucial time and people are getting ready to go back to school So there are going to be just little things that have to be handled, but also major pieces of information that have to get out there. One of the great things that I love about the new website is our ability to have announcements. So those really important pieces of information that people need to know, they don't have to dig for them or figure out where it's at. There's going to be a great array of announcements right on the homepage that they can look at yeah. and see just at a really quick glance that important information that they need to know.
0: And, and you know this as well, but the website is, is a hub for almost all of our public-facing information. And, so, and it impacts all of our other communication channels. Um, when we send out mass notifications, you know, parent emails, we always point back to the website when we post information on our social media channels, we are providing a link to our website. And so a lot of our other communication channels, they it's essential that, you know, our website is up to date because everything points back to that, which brings me um, to another point, accessibility. I know this is a, a, a big part and a big part of the things that you think about, um, in the communications department, but Mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit about accessibility and how pointing to our website can help with that.
1: Sure, so um, when it comes to website design, we are held to a certain number of standards um, that we have to have for accessibility. And not just best
0: practices. They are best practices, but (laughs) being a public organization, we are held to the, you know, those things
1: yes we i i won't go into the (laughs) nitty-gritty of that but yes we are held to certain standards and this is everything from uh, having alt text in your images to descriptive links Um, one of the biggest errors that i feel like we can commit in the website um, and really any piece of communication that we're putting out there is um, links that are descriptive enough for someone who might be using assistive technology to know where that link is going to take yep. them. So, there's a lot of things that we have to look at when we're looking at the website. Uh, it even goes down to the documents that yes. we're linking to. So, making sure that those are easily read by assistive technology. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I do is I run a lot of things through a color contrast checker mm-hmm. and I I look at the colors that we're using and making sure that uh, that doesn't impose any type of a problem with someone that maybe doesn't perceive the color red right. or doesn't perceive um, any other type of color. So,
0: and orange is not a great color.
1: <laughs> um, it, it's okay. Okay. It's, yeah. It's okay. Um, But we really do look at those things, and I think that's some of that back-end stuff that people don't see. Um, It's important to us that everybody can view our website, Um, and we really mean everybody. But um, also with our new website, we do have some tools that are built in to let us know if we aren't doing something accessible. So we really do try to look at those, make changes, and make it so that everyone is really able to get the information that they need. And knowing that we are this largely mobile society,
0: um,
1: it's really important to make sure that that information is on the website and in a manner that everyone in our community can read. Yeah.
0: Well, this is really exciting. I, I hope that if you haven't checked it out yet, I hope you do go um, to the Ames Community School District's brand brand newly launched website. It is it's really impressive, it's really amazing. But you know, there's a lot of work. I'm glad we didn't track the number of hours <laughs> that we put into this project because it was a lot. But I really think um, it's going to be a website that's going to serve our district and our community for for many years to come. And I'm really excited. Um, for everyone to go check it out. So Amy, thank you for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast.
1: Thank you.